Welcome to Take a Wonder with Shebs, the show that features some of the biggest travel bloggers, TV and radio personalities and journalists from all around the world. Each show aims to take my guest on a wonder and uncover topics that may not be discussed on their platforms or in the media, whether that's the state of travel blogging and journalism as it is today, or whether there's enough diversity within the industry. Perhaps what impact technology and social media have had on content creation, or in general the impact of current affairs on the industry. I also try and find out the journey behind each individual's success, as this is more important to me than the actual travel. Now, on this edition of the show, I spoke to three key individuals, Marco, Antonis and Gary, about the magazine Voyager Voice, and what their vision and what their long-term goals are for the magazine. Let's take a look into what they had to tell me. Marco, Antonis, Gary, welcome to the show. How are you all? First of all, thanks for inviting us. Uh, we are fine. Uh, we are the members of uh, Voyager Voice. We'll come on to the magazine. What I like to do is I like to discuss a little bit about yourself. So the people who are listening get a bit of inspiration on your journey, really, to where you've come now. So I'll start with you, Antonis. Your first love for travel, where did it all begin? Fortunately, my family was a traveling family. They like very much to travel. But uh, due to the restriction, and there was another age then, they travel only Greece. I have, we have uh, traveled in every place in Greece. So when I was able to travel by myself, uh, Greece is not enough for me. And I began to travel all around Europe. And this became a passion to, to me. When at the, at the middle of the one journey, I was starting to planning the next one. I was always planning trips in my head. When is going to be the next one? And uh, after, uh, and I was the one who in the, with my friends, I was making all the plans. I was arranging everything. I was trying to find the best places to go, the hotels, the restaurants, everything. So it was actually my friends who told me, why don't you share this passion with other ones? Why don't you make a blog to share your, your uh, experiences? And became uh, more or less, I don't even understand how the blog began. The blog is food and travel, and it has uh, uh, travel tips and ideas about Greece and uh, Europe. And uh, on the journey of the, with food and travel, Marco came along and uh, proposed to me to cooperate with the Voyager Voice uh, magazine. Gary, so how did your first love for travel begin and how did you get into Voyager Voice? Well, I think um, it became uh, a passion for travel because my parents actually travelled the world um, and we're talking in the 50s where travel international was very rare and they went beyond just touristy places. They went to all over the world, Europe, Asia, Africa, you name it. So I think I got the travel bug from them. I started traveling myself. I started off with Europe. I've been to America 24 times um, and then realized there's more to the world than America. So I then went beyond. Um, and I a few times I got caught out where most people do, you know, with people scamming you when you're on holiday or you get shortchanged and so forth. So I wanted to design a sort of a, a travel tip service for, started off with friends on Facebook. Um, and that was 10 years ago. Like Antonis said, um, Marco contacted me and asked, would I like to 
get involved with the magazine. At first, I said I wouldn't be able to because of my time. Uh, my job is quite demanding and I get quite tired easily. Um, but then when it first started, I was able to join one, two meetings and uh, got involved. So that's uh, how I entered um, Four Inches Voice. Marco, for yourself, how did your journey start? Where are you from, actually, as well? And just tell us a bit, little bit about how you fell in love with travel as well. Uh, regarding your question, uh, I am uh, from Italy. Uh, even if right now I am based in Spain, in, in Valencia. And uh, I think that everything started uh, also uh, because of my family. Uh, my parents uh, were traveling and... Um, we were traveling uh, throughout Italy and uh, Austria and uh, former uh, Yugoslavia because I was born in that corner of Italy. So and maybe other reason that I love uh, traveling and love the culture was uh, because in my in, in my uh, town hometown uh, there are three different cultures: uh, the culture of it Italian culture, the culture of former Yugoslavia, and the culture of uh, the empire of Austro-Hungary. So that multicultural, uh, multicultural uh, way of thinking, may, I think that makes me makes me love uh, traveling. And from that point, I started also to travel by myself. When I was seventeen, I was I went uh, for my for the first time to live uh, by my alone on, on my own uh, to Germany. After that, I went to live uh, in London, in the UK. After that, I went to um, to live in uh, Spain, in three different places, in Barcelona, Malaga, and in uh, Valencia. I went to live in Honduras. I went to live to uh, Chile. I went to live in uh, Colombia. And now I am back uh, in Spain. You definitely can tell that you've been everywhere you've lived in some of these places and well from all of you anyway there's a there's a you can tell the passion that you have for, for traveling in general especially gary as you were saying that your family traveling in the 50s it was very very rare because traveling as we know over the last 10 to 20 years has become more and more common back in the 50s not not very common at all now i'll come on to why i brought you all onto the show today and just talk about voyager voice the magazine itself I actually write as one of the contributors, which is why I thought, why not talk about Voyager Voice and try and get it to a level where I think it should be. Now, I'll start off with you, Marco, because I want to know how you started. Why did you start this this magazine? And what was your intention and goal when you first decided to come up with Voyager Voice? All it started at the time of the pandemic. Uh, when uh, the pandemic came, I realized that um, uh, we should need uh, to join force, forces to do something together because uh, the time was hard, and especially in the in the touristic uh, sector, you know. So I start uh, looking for collaborators, uh, even if I didn't know what to do, because uh, the only thing that I didn't want to do it was to to stay with the hand throws and do nothing. So I start looking for the collaborators. And uh, when I found some of them, a few of them, I proposed to to do something to to create a magazine. So when I proposed, uh, we were something like eleven or twelve, something like that. 
when I proposed that, uh, all of them uh, agreed with the with the with the proposal. After that, we uh, we realized that to do that project, we will need a money. So when uh, we start talking about money, uh, almost all the people, almost all the collaborators uh, disappear, completely disappear, and uh, we remain just three of us. So we remain uh, with Anthony's, uh, Julia, and myself. We were complete, com- a complete uh, newbies. Uh, we didn't know anything about it, and. Uh, Behind that was just a desire and the passion to to do something, you know. So um, we started to create the first the first issue, and uh, for the first we issue we wanted to interview uh, to Gary, and uh, when it was the day to interview the Gary, uh, our our fellow, um, we explained him about the project. He liked the project. And uh, he decided to to tell us uh, some very good, important advices because otherwise we would fall uh, fall straight away. That's why he started everything. I think that, as I told before, the the project and the magazine was really a desire about uh, the desire and the passion of of the members of of the of the magazine. Gary, what made you decide? Actually, I should say to get involved with Voyager Voice? What was the initial hook for you? I work for Transport for London. I work in the communications department. So I communicate to 28,000 staff members. And doing that, part of my job is working on staff magazines. So I have a bit of background. I'm also a graphic designer. Um, I actually studied and ended up teaching graphic design up to high national diploma level. Um, so I came on board because I had ideas how to help um, assist with how the magazine should look, how to keep stories fairly short and sweet. Um, it's called KISS, keep it short and sweet. Um, and just to sort of add some other dimension, you know, it'd be good to have a collaboration with other people. Um, English obviously is my first language, so I could help at times with proofing, which is also part of my daily job at TFL. Um, so that's why I came on board. I thought it was a really exciting adventure um, and something to sort of take part in. Tonis, how about yourself? What was your initial hook when Marco approached you? My initial hook was that uh, the chance to meet other people from various countries, which is something exciting. I met uh, Gary, I met Marco, I met Julia from Italy, so many people. The hook was to get uh, get to know more people uh, interested in traveling. When Marco, as Marco said, we were only at the beginning three people and we didn't really understand what we were going to do. Uh, we said, okay, we will make a sample issue and uh, we see, but when Gary came on board, this was that something that he gave us another perspective that changed everything because Gary is a professional and gave us his professional advice. And this is why we managed to make the first issue. And from the first issue on, people come, start to be interesting in the, the magazine and we find more collaborators and more writers. And uh, this became even more exciting for me. And now I don't want to stop it. <laughs> Marco, I think this question probably relates to you. 
why would you want to start a magazine, especially during a pandemic? And travel magazines, there are plenty of them. It's a very competitive field. Why start a magazine in such a competitive field? And how do you see yourself becoming noticed around the world? I know that there is a lot of competition uh, about the, the travel magazines, but our idea was more, uh, more, de, more, de, more than else was uh, to help people, to help people, uh, to give them visibility uh, in these difficult times, you know, because, because uh, the, um, the pandemic, w- the pandemic was really a hard problem for them. And, uh, I was thinking especially about about small business, touristic business companies, you know, and also to to like to give a connection between a link between the tourism companies and the travelers because both of them they needed each other, but um, I didn't see in other other magazines that kind of of feeling that kind of connection, you know. That's why I wanted to do this. Gary, I want to ask you uh, as Marco has explained there. You start in this magazine during a pandemic and also it's a very competitive field. When you first initially went in, I know you said there was there was reasons why. Were you are you looking at long term? It's hard to say. I mean, in an ideal world, I'd love to um retire early from work if I could afford to, and um then have more time to do sort of more leisurely pursuits, including like helping back with the magazine. Tonis, how about for yourself? It will be in an ideal world. Yes, this is what I want to do. I want to do travel blogging. I want to make a Voyage Voice magazine. Uh, I want to have the future, the magazine. It's something that uh, helps me uh, escape the reality, the everyday reality, and make me travel all around the world. Come on to you, Marco, and ask this question. So, what is your long term goal for the magazine then? I don't like to to look at uh, that way because, for example, I prefer the day-by-day process, you know. Anyway, um, if I would if I would choose one goal, a long-term goal, I would say uh, that I would like to have uh, more contributors, more regular contributors, so that we could have uh, like a bigger ma- magazine. Uh, for example, right now, currently we have uh, between 50 and 60 pages. Personally, I would like to, to reach something like 80 or 90 because that would mean also that, uh, that the audience would be bigger. In terms of the magazine, it looks fantastic. Aesthetically, it looks great. The design, the effort that goes into it. So who's, who are the key people behind that? So it was a, a collaboration between all four of us when before the magazine actually started. Uh, so we, we thought about the logos for the masthead, uh, how it would look and so forth. Um, I sort of added in sort of some ideas because that's said, my graphic design background. Antonis and Julia do the majority of the design work. Marco comes up with all the concepts of the actual magazine and content. Um, so I'd say, yeah, more, more or less, uh, I'd say it's Antonis and uh, Julia. Antonis, tell us a little bit about behind the scenes that goes in. My main job is to do the editing which is something challenging because, as you have seen, uh, we try every issue to be different from the previous one. Each article to have its own identity, to have to be something related to the person who is writing or the place who it refers to. 
So it is a very interactive uh, procedure, the, the editing of the magazine. We, we all try to do our best. However, I'm the key person behind the, the editing. Normally we do with one or two months in advance the, the planning and uh, we cannot uh, wait for example the last day to put to put uh, an article you know so if we are short with one article uh, it would be a great problem so that's why uh, i have to i try to to contact uh, to the contributors i am asking the, the deadline more or less there's no rush but i just for 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 the plan for uh, for planning better and um, there is a lot of things because after that you have to prove, you have to read, you have to see if the if the content is okay, uh, if there are some mistakes. After that, Tony's, uh, ma Tony must must uh, uh, edit uh, do the layout. After when he 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 edit also maybe can uh, can have other mistakes. So there are a lot of things to do. And uh, anyway, this is uh, part of the process. This is. Uh, Things that we have learned, this is things that we enjoy because uh, a part of uh, reading the article, because some of them are very, very, very nice uh, and very, very well done. The magazine is digital. Now, as I spoke to you about long term goals, would you like to go into print where people will buy it from shops? Our idea is not to print the magazine for two simple reasons, yeah. Uh, the first one is because um, we are committed to the enviro environmental uh, problems and uh, there is no point of waste natural resources unless it, it would not be necessary, you know. And uh, there are so many, there are so many uh, travel magazines, print, printed travel magazines, so that we would not be the only one, you know. The second reason is that uh, we believe that the art and the and the culture should be available for everyone should be free because especially in this time of all the prices are goes up you know uh, if you if you print uh, if you print uh, a magazine that means that you have to uh, charge a fee you know and if you charge a fee you cannot you cannot uh, give uh, the opportunity to everyone to to give that kind of culture, you know. Something you've just mentioned there, the reason why potentially you're not going to print is to help out the environment. There are other projects that you're doing. And in fact, they I know this personally because I'm involved with it. You're doing an ebook where it's talking about how to save or travel sustainably. Who was actually involved with this idea? And... Why was it important to tell that story of traveling sustainably and making the world a better place? During the process of making the magazine came the idea of to have uh, to uh, combine traveling with uh, environmental awareness. In order to do th this, we want to address it to younger, to a younger audience. And with it, instead of the magazine, to create an ebook with two protagonists who are going to be two young uh, people because we think that it's very important. Traveling is a, is a wonderful thing, but should be always be, you are aware of the environmental problems and the problems that tourism can cause to various places around the world.
Marco, have you got anything to add in terms of the concept behind it or why was it so important to you? Apart from the importance of the for the for the travel uh, f- travel su- the tourism sector uh, tourism field uh, because uh, all of us all of travelers must must be more uh, uh, responsible uh, with with uh, with traveling uh, i also i would also add that uh, this is a co-creation uh, project where uh, are taking part over 20 people from uh, different countries with different races with different uh, religions and i think that this multicultural uh, project can be also a positive way of uh, teaching uh, youth people especially uh, travel families and uh, school uh, about the about the value of the respect you know gary have you had much say in the project itself i helped uh, write one piece um i agree with um Tony and Marco, that um, youngsters are the next generation of travellers, and um, you know they need to sort of travel more environmentally. Um, so I think it's a great idea that it's come about. Um, hopefully, it will engage the youngsters. What's the most enjoyable part of the job, and what's the most challenging side to it? Regarding the the first one about enjoyable, I think everything. <laughs> because uh, as i told you before it's like uh, even if you don't travel you are traveling because you know a lot of places uh, by reading uh, you know uh, different cultures you know people you meet people uh, i think that uh, all of us we have enriched a lot when from when since when we started you know regarding the second one the most challenging maybe the most one is uh, to find or to look for uh, contributors uh, first of all good people and second one uh, good ones uh, to write because uh, maybe maybe not for sure everyone is traveling but not everyone is good for explain or uh, write a piece an article uh, so that they can be interesting and at the same time excited you know so maybe that could be the 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 most challenging um, things of the job during the pandemic. Obviously, people weren't able to travel, not even within their own country. So, writing about travel was a form of escapism for the reader as well as for the writer. Um, it was a way of keeping travel alive while nobody could. Um, so I think that was a beneficial part. Plus also you've got an audience um, with nobody being able to go out. That's why uh, streaming services went sky high because people couldn't go out. They couldn't do things in the evenings or at weekends. So having a, a, a book on travelling at the sort of time when you couldn't may have seemed a bit weird, but it, it was good because, it, it, as I said, it's escapism. As for the challenging part, as you say, as I said earlier, yeah, two jobs, full-time jobs, it's hard work. I've had some health issues. I've had an operation recently, um, so it, that uh, knocked me out as well. Um, and also, I think another challenge is, like as Marco said, it's just trying to get people or content. Um, and I have the same issue in my job at work. Sometimes stories don't come about, so you've got last minute sort of trying to get uh, stories to fill gaps. 
Um, like Voyager's Voice, my magazines at work, we work two months ahead of time. And you have to think of, when you're writing, you have to think of it as in the future, but without it being sounding like it's in the future, it has to be sounding like it's in the present. But that itself can be quite a challenge as well, because you, you might have to write something that hasn't happened yet. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that's a bit of a challenge as well. Antonis, how about for yourself? As Marco said, I joined almost everything. I enjoy reading the articles of the magazine. It's a, I think we have a very good content, which is very interesting. And I tra- travel myself through this article. Uh, I enjoy all this collaboration with all these different people, with Marco, with Julia. This is a window to the wall for me. Uh, I enjoy making the, ma- the magazine, uh, the editing. It's such a creative procedure that uh, I, I lost uh, myself in uh, this uh, creating procedure. Maybe my wife complains, my uh, son complains, but uh, I enjoyed this hour spent uh, editing the magazine. And the most hard part is uh, find the content uh, in general for the magazine to find high quality content that could be interesting for everyone. And especially for me, for the editing, as I said before, it is trying to find something uh, different every time for every article, for every issue. If you have now 15 issues, if you look at the 15 issues, none of them is uh, same to the previous one or the next one. This is something challenging and also very creative for me. It's been such a great chat. I feel as though I've got to know the behind the scenes on how it all started. Hopefully the audience listening in have had the same sort of experience. Just before I let you all go, Marco, for you, if you just tell us where we can find the magazine and on all the social media platforms. Look, the magazine you can find on our website, www.voyagersvoice.com, where you can find a part of all the articles that, uh, that our contributors uh, has uh, uh, written. You can find all our, uh, our uh, issues. Uh, you can find uh, our video channel. Uh, you can find about the project that we are doing about the travel book. So everything about the travel, the travel, uh, about the magazine. Yeah. Well, Marco, Antonis, Gary, it's been a pleasure talking to you all. In the meantime, thank you very much. And I'll speak to you guys all very soon. Thank you. Thanks to you. That's it for Take a Wonder with Shebs. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms. Until next time, bye for now.